Before the ushers come, could uh, I ask you to open up this book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 5, before we pray. This has been a strange week uh, in this country in a lot of ways, both politically, I'm sure all of you, if you're into politics, sure you have watched the FBI's uh, discussion on uh, one of the presidential candidates, Hillary Clinton, and it's very divisive. I mean, it's incredibly divisive. And then if you've also been following the news, you know where we're at with regards to the two African-American men that were shot by police officers. You also know about what's happening in Dallas. And I'll tell you what, I, our country is divided in so many ways. And it's easy to pick a side and launch missiles of attack against the other side. It's easy to. And it's natural. But I want you to take a look at 2 Corinthians 5, because we need to pray about this, but also we need to be Christians. When I say I'm a Christian, I say my king, which we've been singing about, leads my heart. He leads my life. Christians behave differently than natural people. I want you to look at verse 16. Paul says, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. That means really outward appearance. Well, he's got black skin. He's got white skin. He's got a badge. He doesn't have a badge. We don't regard people according to the flesh. Even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away, the new has come. Meaning, not only are we redeemed, but how we think needs to be transformed. It's not reactionary. It's not led by passion, anger. All this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. This right here is staggering. Here's what he's saying. There was a conflict, two sides. One side was mankind. The other side was the perfect God. They were in battle because man was trespassing. They were sinning. They were offending a perfect God. He didn't do anything wrong. In a sense, he was the one being attacked. He was the wrong, wrongly accused. He was the one hated. But what did he do? He sent his son to die. So therefore, the one who was attacked was the one who initiated peace. Do you know how different that is? Do you know in a marriage, what we do in marriages, is if I get insulted by my wife, I'm quick to retaliate. I'm going to wait until she apologizes. So I go off my room, and she's mad at me, so she goes off to her room. Nobody ever apologizes. This is saying the one who feels wronged is the one who needs to initiate peace. That is so opposite of what's going on in the world. It's exactly opposite. So, and we even consider this whole, like this racial thing. 
are you just mad because you're offended? They were attacking you? Jesus died. That's why it says, look at verse 20. Verse 20 is powerful. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. God making his appeal through us. So we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So you be at peace with God, and then you also initiate peace with other people. I was talking to somebody yesterday about this. That He said, did you know how much money people make on race division in our country? If you are a blogger and you are a hatred blogger, every time somebody clicks on your website, they make money. They like it when people hate each other. They like it. They're, they're, you're a tool of hatred. When you respond in hatred, it's working. They're making money off you. Gospel says, be patient with people. Forgive each other. Keep no record of wrongs. Do you do that? Because really, we want peace, and we're going to pray for peace in this country. It really has to start here. It's got to. It's got to. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you because we are natural. We often respond according to our flesh. We come to you because we need your insight to see things correctly so we don't just fly off the handle and accuse other people and make divisions worse. Help us to be patient. Help us to treat other people better than ourselves. Help us, as it says in Thessalonians, to mind our own business. Help us to make it our desire to lead a peaceful and quiet life. Help us to pray for leaders. We pray for the president. Some of us, God, in here I know are furious at the president. Some of us are sinful in our fury. Forgive us. But we pray for him. We pray that God, he would make wise decisions, say wise words that don't make issues worse, but actually help find solutions. Father, we pray for, we pray for people in authority. Specifically, we pray for the police. There's some people that are so angry at the police. They see viral videos and they think that's the whole story and it's not. We pray for the police officers that are wicked. We ask that they be, they be tried. We do pray, though, for officers that are doing their best. God, please let them know there's people that believe in them. Give them the courage to do what's right, to go into hostile situations and protect them. Father, on the other end, there are some people that feel that they are wrongly attacked because of the color of their skin. That is wrong. That's sin. There's some that are innocent. But not everybody's innocent, God. Help us not to just whitewash things. Help us to be responsible for our actions. Help us to be convicted of our sins. Help us to be different people. 